What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Trigger. This is Trigger. It's number 421 here on Thursday, December 8th. Uh, first, thoughts and prayers to our good friend, Spencer Brown, who is extremely ill with Ebola. and unable to join today's episode He's of bleeding Trigger. bleeding out of his eyes, <laughs> bleeding out of his, his ears, <laughs> no, out of his no, no. He's not that sick. I just won't let him record with us because I don't want to be sitting across from He's him. actually fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually fine. I don't know why. These protocols are like China right now. We're just well, keeping you know, everybody away. Listen, I have one thing that I want to do, and that's make it to our big Italian lunch tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I can't go to that tomorrow. And after that, I don't care if I get sick. I just want to be eating and drinking all day tomorrow. So, uh, <laughs> as expected, we lost the Georgia runoff. Not going to spend too much time on that. Do you have any thoughts on it? Well, the counties where Warnock dominated, right? Like, you know, around, like, Atlanta. Uh. Since, I think, was it 2014? Oh, no, 2004? It, 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 there's been, like, a 42-point a shift to the Democrats. Well, like, okay. We, we, we got to do something to stop that. I'm not saying we, like, we're going to win them outright. Oh, do we but have we a call-in from Spencer Oh, we here? have a call-in. Let's Sorry. see. That's, yeah. We have a call-in from I, Spencer. He's calling in from the other side yeah, of the office. Yes, he is. I answered. No, he hung up on. He you. hung up. He hung up on you. <laughs> I'm not saying we're gonna win those counties, but for <laughs> sake, we gotta try at least to you know do something there. Well, Stop the problem waiting. is is that he Walker overperformed in the rural counties, overperformed over election day. That's but true. Severely underperformed in the suburban yeah. counties, which is where a huge portion of the vote is. Um, and I mean, you know, I don't want to be that guy, but there's a little bit of questionable stuff going on there for sure. Um, not saying that that cost the election because in the end it was a three point victory, which was close to what I predicted. Yeah. Remember I was like three points. Hey, listen, two, two to four points, uh, for a Democrat in Georgia in a runoff is considered like a landslide. Yeah. Uh, to also, we have some good news to, uh, put against that. Rush Hour 4 is a go. Yes. Great news. Fantastic. That's probably the only good news. Yeah, that is the only good news of the show, so enjoy it. Um, What else do we got here? So here's the big thing that's going on right now, and it's not getting the coverage that it should, and and they're trying to sneak this thing through, but we have this uh, amnesty deal up on Capitol Hill, and it's driven 100% by Senator Tom Tillis, who is a not only a traitor to the Republican Party, but a traitor to America, that he would do this. <laughs> um, you know, but seriously, there's yeah. no other way to explain what he's doing here by amnestying millions of illegals. I mean, that, no, it's, there's it's nothing. Just I, mean, I mean, there's there's nothing there's nothing conservative about it. There's nothing. I mean, all it does is benefit the Democrats. It's basically. He just we just caved to the Democrats. So it's it's either he is weapons grade retarded, right, which is the more charitable explanation, or he is a traitor. And maybe we could go with the stupid explanation, and that's what Kurt had to say today in his column. And this this excerpt from uh, the the Kurt column, it really sums up the entire thing perfectly. So there's three there there's a there's a lot of issues going on with the Republicans right now, three of which Kurt tackles in his column. We're going to talk about the other two in a minute, but quote, the Tillis plan is actually remarkable in its comprehensive idiocy. Basically, Tillis allows millions of illegal aliens to become Democrat voting citizens and import their entire families in returns for the Democrats' pinky swearing that they will sort of enforce the law that's already on the books a little more than they are doing now, which is none. No wall, of course, no stepped-up deportations, nothing but a promise from an administration that's already refused to keep its promise to enforce the law. Charlie Brown would see this football pull coming. Wimpy will be at Tillis's door, dunning the senator for burger money, for which he will happily repay him Tuesday, and then he'll stiff him. I mean, this is unbelievable. Yeah. And the bill now shows that we get nothing. He went on TV this morning... Tom Tillis on Fox and spouted a bunch of lies. He said this, roll that clip. These are people that came to this country as minors who are now doctors, scientists, teachers, hundreds serving in the military. 
And I think the American people understand this is very different than this concept of amnesty. This is going to give them a path, and it's not automatic. They're going to have to work and maintain those high standards. And for that, we get a closed border and we shut down the cartels. That seems to me like something worth working on. He argued that it's not amnesty. Well, what is it? Well, <laughs> what is it? I mean, th- he's basically It's pulling... not amnesty. I'm just putting a bunch of illegals on a pathway to citizenship. Yeah. But not amnesty. He, right. He's yeah. pulling the same thing that the Democrats do when they yeah. say, no, 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 they're not illegals. They're undocumented. It's not a tax increase we're talking about here. It, it, this is revenue enhancement. Yes. Yep. So, you know, uh, yeah. And, of course, they think that this gets the issue off the table, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think that's, like, a lot what's driving this. He wants to get this, this issue, this elephant out of the room. Problem is, it incentivizes more people to f- come here. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. the point. Like, okay, fine. These two, whatever. In another generation, we're going to have another, you know, amnesty bill oh, yeah. like this. We did, in fact, we, we've done this before under Reagan, right? There was an amnesty under Reagan, I believe, in mm-hmm. the 80s. So, did that solve anything? Like... Well, the, the thing is, is that he says this is very different, and for that, we get a closed border. How will this close There's the border? There's no wall. There's no wall. There's no wall. Uh, they uh, say Everything else is window dressing regarding the accelerated deportation process for those who don't meet the asylum benchmarks. Which is bull****, because they're not doing it now. Yeah. Or the more, you know, who ca- and who cares if we have more funding for Border Patrol agents if these millions of people are going to be backdoored amnestied? Well, the the... The thing is, they say, oh, well, we're going to have more Border Patrol agents, more agents to process illegals coming into the country yeah, and letting them stay yeah, yeah. through catch and release. Yeah. If it was find these people and get out and, you know, get, get them the hell out of here. That's and, oh, 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 we'll have more technology. Oh, yeah. you mean more drones to watch these illegals cross yeah. the border? Because they're not going to do anything. And Title 42 is only extended for a year. Which they're already not even properly yeah. using. It's crazy that this is even being considered. And hopefully you would think that a couple of Republicans will stand up and stop this, but um, I'm not so sure at this point. Um, it Do you think sounds... McConnell knew about this the whole time? Yeah, he did. He did, right? um, I mean, I mean I'm, not, I'm just... It's and he's not doing a question. good job to stop it. Um, yeah. But here's the real question, right? It is apparently a couple of the votes, and they need to get this to 60, right? So they will need 10 Republicans at this point. Unfortunately, next Congress, that number becomes nine, so that's not great. Um, but they need 10 right now, okay? The, the usual suspects, you know who will be there. Romney, Collins, Murkowski, okay? Uh, add Blunt. Blunt. Plot who's probably. retiring. Portman, right? No, retiring. Oh, retired, yeah. Burr. Burr. Retiring. Yeah. Portman, I hear, also is in. Retiring, what okay? About, uh, and so, Toomey? Uh, I don't know about him. Yeah. He's not a he's not a real big immigration guy, so no, I don't know if he. But will. I'm just saying, like, it's I'm, here's my issue: the people who are leaving <laughs> are going to be saddling us. That's with my issue. Yeah, yeah. These people will not be senators for more than two weeks past this, and they're going to vote on something that That's, will change America forever. Yeah. How's that democratic? We, making ten million new citizens in this country. They're not even going to be senators in a couple weeks, and they're going to be the deciding votes. Yeah. That I have a major problem with, just past the the fact that this is ridiculous policy. No, agreed. So we will see what happens. And, of course, we're going to continue to hold their feet to the fire on this because uh, they're trying to sneak it through. That is their playbook. Yeah. Right? They want people to not know the details of this. They want people to not know what's going on. Hence no committee hearings on this. Oh, yeah. Not the regular yeah. order. Shove That's the deal. They always do it behind closed doors. Yeah. There's no debate. They put it to the floor. They don't have time to read it because it's 7,000 pages, yeah, and then they vote yeah, it through. You know, it is almost kind of amazing in this in this era of social media and whatnot that, you know, you can't sneak this stuff through anymore mm-hmm. through a lame duck. Yeah. Maybe back in the day, yes, which is kind of, you know, disturbing but mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. I don't think they have the votes. I worry that they do. But that I'm not very confident in that. Different question in the House. <clears throat> um, will the progressives go along with that? Because remember, the Dems only have five votes. But yeah. how many Republicans in the House will vote for it? Oh, that's also true. <clears throat> a decent number, I think. I can, <laughs> so I can think of a dozen who could. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So the thing is, we need to kill this now. We need to finish it before it even gets started. And... You know, it, it's just totally outrageous to me that this is even happening. 
Um, this is literally Tillis has taken a suicide vest, strapped it to himself, and is going to blow us all up in the same room. He's going to Allah bar us. We can't even <laughs> win elections now. You think we're going to be able to win elections when 10 million illegals become citizens? Well, that's remember that's the long game that Democrats Of course it's the long, the long game. And he's playing right yeah. into it. It's why Tucker Carlson spent a th- about a third of his show saying that this is really a disenfranchisement of the American voter. It's replacing the current electorate with a new one. Yep. Yep. And you wrote about that the other yeah. day. Um, that was actually a great, great commentary he did. Oh, it was a great monologue. Great monologue. Is the whole thing in your The in whole your clip yeah. is in there along with his text. Check yeah. out Matt's post yeah. because that has – I mean, I'd play it, but it's nine oh, minutes. It, it, well, yeah. it's, it's actually like closer to 17 if you want. Oh, he came back for a second yeah, segment? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's yeah. a lengthy little uh, segment yeah. there. But yeah. yeah, but I mean nine minutes is uh-huh. – <laughs> Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And this is on top of – the ridiculousness going on in the GOP right now to begin with. We have a fight over who should be RNC chair, and Ronda McDaniel is trying to buy off people with favorable contracts and money, allegedly. Um, and, and Lee Zeldin's not going to run for RNC chair, but we have Harmeet Dillon running against five-time loser Ronda McDaniel. And then we also have the fight over Speaker, which... Yeah. Uh, you know, I everybody knows I do not like Kevin McCarthy. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows that. Mm-hmm. Many problems with him. But the problem is that if, the, you know, these five holdouts against him, right, uh, what are the risks if that does not resolve? And that, fu- that risk is grave. We could end up with House Speaker Hakeem Jeffries, mm-hmm. um, which would be even worse than uh, anything I could have possibly dreamed of. So, <laughs> you know, the fact yeah. that is that there's no one, there's no challenger to him that has a chance to actually gain a majority. So... Yeah, because they've all bowed out. Unfortunately, yeah. we have to... Uh, hope for the get best. Get behind him. Get behind him and hope for the best. And even though I heard there's, there's 20 solid no votes, but... 20? I only heard yeah. that there's five. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, see, see, this is what I mean. It changes every day. Yeah. Everyone's just venting. This is the venting period because, you know, every, remember John Boehner was not supposed to be speaker like twice in a row. You know, yeah. Every session of Congress, and he always got the votes, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, and so those are the other issues, but meanwhile, while the uh, – they debate over whether we should make millions of illegals citizens, uh, there is a literal war zone at the Mexican-U.S. border down there. Uh, take a listen to this. So that was just a clip. Yeah. That video is four minutes long, okay? There's a full-blown war between the Los Zetas cartel with Mexican authorities because they arrested one of their high-up uh, uh, yeah. generalissimos yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. you call it. Yeah. Um, that risks spilling over. And we have no wall, and we will get no wall. And this is the problem, right? Now we also have DHS releasing thousands of illegals without court dates. Oh, so catch and release is back. Oh, wait. Catch and release has always been back. back. This is... (laughs) No, catch and release is with a court date. Yeah. This is catch and release on steroids because there is no court date. Oh, just see you later. Yeah, that's what it is. And that's the problem here because by amnestying these people, we're just going to encourage more of this. The border is going to be flooded, okay? And they're just going to let all these people in. It's going to get even worse than it is now. And it's the worst it's ever been right now. Yeah. So, um... And these are the same people that Tom Tillis would want you to believe are going to enforce the laws. They don't enforce the laws that are on the books now, but he promises, oh, yeah, they'll enforce the law. Yeah. That's yeah. believable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Unreal. 
yeah, the whole thing is ridiculous. What else do we got going on here? Okay, the big news of the day. Otherwise, Brittany Griner is out of Russia. Uh, a deal was made to secure her release. Unfortunately, the details of this, you know who must have negotiated this deal? Tom Tillis. Tom. <laughs> because he would think this is a great deal by how bad he got <laughs> on immigration. He would think that this is an all-time great deal. So we basically gave up. You know the movie Lord of War? Yeah. That the guy, Nicolas oh, Cage, yeah, plays? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. this guy. Victor Bout? Yeah, we just gave up a world-renowned terrorist and arms dealer in exchange for a nobody. A WNBA player no one even heard of before she was retarded enough to get caught with weed in Russia. Okay, well, It was cannabis oil. It for was her weed. <laughs> for it her was feet. weed pen, okay? <laughs> was, you don't was. get caught in Russia with that, That's, okay? You should know better. That's just retarded. Yeah, you should know better. But... And... They they jailed her, and it's not. I don't have a problem that they got her back. I have a problem with they gave up to get her back. Not only that, they left behind a U.S. Marine, Paul Whelan, being held in a Russian prison. He should have been part of the deal. Okay, if they got both of them for this guy, I'd say okay, still not great. But you know this this deal is on level with giving up five Taliban commanders oh, for, for Bo, a terrorist. Bo, Bo Bergdahl. Yeah, I think this might be worse. It might be. It might be worse. It might be. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I know it's yeah, like like you just said. If we got both of them for one, it's kind of like that bridge. You know, the movie Bridge of Spies. Yeah. And we got two for one. Um, unfortunately, we don't have the brain trust in the White House to pull that off, though, man. Oh well, they're retarded. You know? We know that. Yeah. Um, and Karine uh, Jean Pierre, who only has her job because she fits the check boxes of diversity or whatever bull you want to throw out there. Uh, she had no answer today for, for what was going. on. That was on a here. great question by Ducey. Like, how can you justify this when Russia got the better deal? And she oh, was yeah. like, "Well, we've been against this since day one. Well, of course you've been against it since yeah. day one. You know her arrest and yeah. that. What was it eleven years hard labor for for the drug charges? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean Biden's been wrong about every significant foreign policy decision for the past forty years. This is no exception." Mm-hmm. Anything that goes wrong abroad, just expect the worst. Yeah, this this. Whole I mean, thing really. Is... I mean, even a prisoner exchange, you can't do right. So. Yeah. yeah, when I read this morning that she had been released, I was like, "Oh my god, what did we give up?" And immediately, once I read it, I was like, "This is bad, bad." But Tom Tillis would think it's a good deal, <laughs> given by how bad he got. <laughs> Rolled by Christian Cinema and Chuck Schumer and the Democrats, he would think this is the best deal in the history of trade deals. Um, all right, let's switch gears here a little bit. We were just reading about this moments before we recorded this podcast. There's a private school in, I believe it's Chicago, right? Oh, is it Chicago? Yeah, that's where so. the yes, school is. Yes. Who have a. Uh, teacher or a professor. Or I think it's a de- the dean of students, the dean. right? He's the dean. He's the dean. Is the even dean? worse. Yeah. yeah. Who was caught on undercover video by Project Veritas, who are just tremendous. They The work they do is unbelievably great. Uh, who admitted to teaching kids about a lot of nasty Particularly, and the, keep in mind, these kids are elementary school. Yeah. It okay? goes beyond the uh, parameters of... Uh, appropriate sexual sex education. Yeah, well, so... Although even though I think the kids are maybe a little young for this, but whatever. Take a listen to... A little bit young? Yeah. I'm, I'm just... I'm like, without what we're going into, just like base level... This shouldn't be taught anyway, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, but they... <laughs> it's a high school thing, yeah. Well, even in high school, uh, this would be unacceptable. Well, not anyway. what this guy was talking about. Um, yeah. Take a listen Ugh. to what he was saying to this undercover Project Veritas person. I had like our LGBTQ plus health center come in. They were passing around butt plugs and dildos to my students, talking about queer sex, using blue versus using spit. Meet Joe Bruno, Dean of Students at the prestigious Francis W. Parker Private School in Chicago, which happens to charge $40,000 per student. They're just like passing around dildos, butt plugs. The kids are just playing with them. They're like, how do you, how does this butt plug work? How do we do like, how does this work? That's a really, like, cool part of my job. Yeah, you know, if I was a parent and I discovered that, you know, uh, a certain, that my kid was, you know, 
running around playing with uh, uh, dildos. And butt plugs? And butt plugs. I would be very upset. Well, here's the problem, okay? <laughs> uh, obviously, this specific instance yeah, is a major problem. Bad. Yeah. This is happening all over the oh, country. Oh, yeah, it's not isolated. This is not an isolated I'm incident. I'm sure Veritas has many more schools that they're going to release on uh, We've known this to be happening. It follows the same vein of what we were talking about a couple weeks ago with the sexualization of children, the grooming of children, uh, the decay of society, and reasonable uh, boundaries and values. Um, and... This is not an isolated incident. And, of course, as soon as confronted by James O'Keefe on the streets of Chicago, uh, let's roll that clip because it's a little bit funny. Joe Bruno. Yes. Hi there. Um, James O'Keefe with Project Veritas. Hell no to the no, no, no. You're on camera here talking about giving anal sex toys and butt plugs to little children. <laughs> They're just like passing around dildos, butt plugs. The kids are just playing with them. Sir, why are you running? Why are you running away? Why are you running? Sir, anal butt plugs and toys? You know, this is just, uh, <laughs> you know, it's bad. Yeah, it's yeah. A, this thing is, it's only going to get worse. And, and, you know, this is a private school, right? This isn't a public school. And I'm very concerned about this being a microcosm of it's complete total decay of our educational system yeah and i think it's going to get way way worse and we have to find a way to combat this and stop this and get these people fired and replaced with teachers who actually just want to educate kids not freaking groom them so anything else on that before we move on Mm, no <laughs> as Rick would say, eh, gross and weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Elon Musk. You know he's doing great work over was, Twitter. We've talked a, about him. Great story. So there was a little bit of a labor dispute, right? Yeah. The local custodians union, the janitors, were on strike. Yeah, they were upset. What did he do? Terminated the contract. They're gone. Brought in a new janitorial team. A very Reagan-esque move by Elon Musk showing he has little to no time to waste. And he will be moving very quickly to change things over there as he has already. Firing, I think, what now? Like 60%, 70% of the company. Yeah. Uh, And now the latest fired like a dog, son of a James Baker. Yeah. And why does that name sound familiar? Oh, because he was the former, he was the FBI's general counsel yeah. who peddled many of the Russia collusion hoax stuff. Yeah. So, and then he was hired as deputy general counsel for Twitter. Um, he was the one, he, he's he's the reason why the Twitter files last Friday were kind of anticlimactic because I, he definitely intercepted and scrubbed a yeah. lot of the uh, protocols that involved the FBI and other people running interference on the Hunter Biden laptop story. So, mm-hmm. um, Elon fired him Tuesday so yeah he's gone he's gone but it just shows you that's more important than dealing with a bunch of janitors so you know what he's like you know they're all fired I'll, I'll figure it out mm-hmm. I gotta get control of my company well you know here's the thing the Paul Baker uh, the James Baker thing it is worrying to me a little bit that he flew under the radar and wasn't fired to begin with yeah. Um, I mean, deputy general counsel is like is is part of the upper crust of the legal department there. You know, like that should oh, that, yeah. name, that name mean, should have like that, shot that's, out. That's like top five percent you know? of the company yeah. to begin with. Like that former New York Times editor Barry Weiss, who's also reviewing the the documents. Right? Mm-hmm. She was like, "Wait, this guy is also part of this group that's looking over all this." Shit? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Which, by um, the way, it's a great day today because uh, the New York Times is on strike. Apparently, they are. They are on strike. Even there though is. it looks like there's all over their site that's. New. Well, so yeah, they probably have some, you know. I mean, that would not be on the front page. <laughs> the the cookie, the cookies, <laughs> the cookie recipes. Oh yeah. You know, uh, you can tell there's some maneuvering here. Well, you know, I mean, I mean there's un- some space. <laughs> unions are the worst. Yeah. Um, Eleven hundred people. You know, walked there's, out cer- today, there's certain so. jobs that should have unions in certain cases. Um, you know, I am by no means pro-union, but I can understand it in certain cases. Being a so-called journalist 
who sits behind a desk and a computer all day is not one of them. Yeah, well, um, um, yeah. You know, I, I can see things um, like hard labor, yeah, know, mining. To a certain degree. It, Teachers unions, no. No, no, no. Um, Anything that's white collar does not yeah. need unions. Yeah. Okay? We could have that discussion another day. Yeah. Um, what else is going on? ESG, everybody knows, I guess, what ESG is nowadays because it's become a common acronym. It's the whole... Uh, basically leftist policy of financial management. Well, it's becoming a bad month for ESG. The headline here is bad day for ESG, but it's become a bad month because Vanguard now has essentially dropped them. Um, Vanguard was becoming one of the leading uh, proponents of ESG, even going as far as being part of the woke, quote, net zero alliance, which basically wanted to force the decarbonization of the U.S. economy. Well, that got uh, out into the public and did not go so well. And so now they're backing out completely out of that. Wow. And in a long string of other states divesting from BlackRock, Arizona is now going to divest from BlackRock, given the many questions, comments, and concerns over the past few months of their ESG advancing uh, investment strategy. So, you know, we're seeing kind of... Uh, the, the pendulum on that swing back a little bit. Yeah. They got away with a lot of sh- Now, it's not turning out so well. Not good. And here's the thing. Because inherently, you know, there's always going to be that crazy group of people that are like, oh, yeah, I'll burn a pile of cash for the you environment know, yeah. for Mother Earth. Yeah. Well, 90% of people aren't retards like that. Yeah. And they want to gain money on their investments. That is the primary goal. Climate change investments by nature are inherently going to lose money always because, you know, well, not, not only is it just yeah. made up bullshit, it's a money sink. Yeah. Well, it's also it's a, it's a tax write-off for rich, for rich people. Yeah. That's basically what it is. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, if these I mean, rich people believed in climate change, they wouldn't be buying houses three feet from the ocean. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or taking private jets everywhere. But we yeah. all see the hypocrisy on that. It's just, it's basically, it's a coastal elitist game here yep. that we are all... Subjected to because, you know, we're not part of the aristocracy. The climate crazies are nuts. Uh, Here's a story out of Germany, Munich Airport. Um, Climate activists glued themselves to the tarmac. I would have run over the person. I said the plane should have just ran them over. Yeah, just ran them over. Um, The young activists with the, quote, last generation group who believe climate change will make them among the last people to live on a survivable planet Earth were responsible for the disruption uh, yeah. <laughs> go go. You have something good to say? No. Well, first off, they deserve to die. Yeah. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> um, you know, here's the thing. Anybody who actually believes that is insane. Well, yeah. Insane. Yeah. Well, remember in 1975, it was we're all gonna freeze to death. Oh yeah. It was oh, global yeah. cooling and reglaciation oh, yeah. of North America and we gotta store granaries with seed and everything because you never know the crops are gonna die. Well and you now notice, it's global warming. You notice it's they changed the vernacular, right? It went from global warming to climate change. Oh, because the Which the, is because yeah, what the world they wanna wasn't do like an egg. Well yeah, it's what they yeah. wanna do is use the inherent cycles of climate which have always been a case of life on Earth. They want to use that to further push their propaganda, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because they could then say anything weather-related is climate change. And you see that happening in the news. If there's a hurricane, climate change. Well, okay, that's been happening literally forever. Yeah. Tornado. If there is a tornado. Climate change. Climate change. Wildfires. Not in mind, the wildfires. Quickly on tornadoes, not yeah. keeping in mind that the past few years have been historically low activity. Yeah, very quiet. Very quiet seasons. Wildfires. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. It's hot. It's cold. Yeah. There's too much snow. There's too much yeah. rain. Okay. Yeah. There's a drought. Okay, so pick one. Yeah. Is it just everything? Yeah. Well, those are tangible examples because they're out of the prediction business because I remember in high school, 
in 2007, they said that the Arctic ice cap was going to be gone by 2013. Oh, yeah. 2013 rolled by. What happened? The ice cap is not only there, it grew by 538,000 square miles, which is roughly the half the size of the continent of Europe. Well, you remember they had to take the signs down. (laughs) Yes, Remember the the signs that said this will be gone by 2019? And then it was like 2021, and they're like, oh, wait, we need to take the signs down. Is that that the Obama trip? Yes. (laughs) Is that the meme of global warming is over there? Yeah. Um, you know, it's all bull. Yeah. But I can and they talk about and they want day. us to cannibalize like five percent of our GDP. Of to do you know for like minimal, it's 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 ridiculous, ridiculous. And not to mention, basically, like we all need to be poor. For, yeah. For 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 the earth to be saved, and we can we need to stop having kids, and stop eating meat. And stop yeah. driving cars. You'll eat bugs. Um, You'll drive electric cars that keep, arguably keep can the be lights worse. off. Basically, we should all live in tents. And no air conditioning. No air conditioning. Don't we should all that. live in tents, like 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 Indians. Do you and, hear the latest one? Dogs are bad now for the environment. Well, uh, okay. not like they've existed yeah, literally yeah, no, for ever. And also, great marketing there because people love pets. They love oh dogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And great, great to piss off even probably the most ardent liberal in. Do you hear all these Arlington. people that are buying electric vehicles because of high gas prices now are immediately regretting their purchases? Because they can't drive anywhere on them, especially in cold weather states. Hmm. Yeah, like the $90,000 Ford F-150 electric version that Joe Biden was touting just this summer. Oh, yeah. Someone bought one that lives in Iowa. I guess it died after an hour. They could barely even drive to work like 20 miles round trip a day. Yep. Yeah. Smart. Smart stuff. Well, you people voted for this. You people support this. So I don't feel bad for you. Sorry. Tough Yeah, I mean, I would buy an electric car oh same ever here. oh Never. same here i always um, tell people if there's a power grid problem like how are you gonna charge your car well yeah right oh, and yeah. Then, so yeah. while those are like oh my god i gotta get to work i'll be like driving by my gas powered car see ya yeah <laughs> ta-ta i'm driving around <laughs> um what else we got here 2024 uh, apparently desantis is convening an intimate gathering of top donors this weekend uh this may be the first little bit of a kickoff towards a 2024 announcement, so we'll keep an eye on that. that. Sounds good. Last but not least, Senator John Kennedy is back again with another tremendous clip. We've got a big-time clip of the day here for you. Roll it. What was the message from Secretaries Blinken and Austin to the extent that you should? Well, let me say first, I appreciate all the secretaries coming over because they're very busy. Number two, it was a waste of time. It was a waste of their time. It was a waste of our time. They didn't tell us any information that you can't get off of any one of your your uh, uh, your platforms or your newspapers or your television stations. Senator Schumer started off asking each of the cabinet secretaries to uh, uh, concentrate on explaining to the Senate why we needed to pass his omnibus as opposed to a continuing resolution. And I knew as soon as Chuck said that, which of course is his right, I said, this is just a, a political exercise. I said, I'm gonna stay because maybe I'll learn something new. But they didn't tell us anything new that we didn't already know. I'm, I'm, I think Chuck is right. I'd much rather pass an omnibus than, than, than a continuing resolution. Um, except an omnibus is a budget. And in order to pass a budget, you have to have know how much money you have to spend. The Democrats won't even share with us on the Appropriations Committee. I'm on Appropriations. They won't even share with the committee how much money we have to spend, much less what we're going to spend it on. And I guess they think we're going to cave. And maybe some of my colleagues will, but I'm not. Uh, by God, I'm not going to cave. This is taxpayer money. I'm glad they came up here because they're busy, but it was a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. That was that was perfect. I mean, it, it, it's a little bit of a longer one, but then he talks about a couple things in there. Yeah. But he's just always so on point. I'm like... Yeah, those zingers. You know, he's really good at the zingers. You know what? It's like, we just need more fighters Yeah. up on the hill. You know, enough of this squish rhino bull. And and is she going to run for governor of Louisiana? Yeah, that's what I heard. All right, so we're and, actually losing a fighter down. In, in, well, yeah, uh, that's not. Good. But so here's my problem with this whole debate over candidate quality, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what the big thing is right now. Mm-hmm. And we'll wrap up the show with this. But 
they talk about candidate quality, right? Yeah. Well, perhaps the American people, in particular the GOP base, base, the voting base, is sick of politicians who talk out of one side of their mouth and then go and vote and do something completely different. Kind of like prime what, example. Yeah. Tom Tillis. I was, was, was going to say you knew Bill, where it was uh, going. Yeah, but I was also going to say Bill Cassidy. Oh, he too. Ca- oh, yeah. Who but could Tom's, also? Who would definitely vote for this immigrant? Who, for, who would definitely vote for Tillis's uh, bill? He's one of them. He, I think I mean, yeah. a likely one. So Tom Tillis ran in twenty twenty as a basically hard right conservative. Yeah. Did he say anything about amnesty? No. In fact, he said the opposite about immigration. Okay. So then, right. We elect Tom Tillis. We think we're getting a great Republican senator for the state of North Carolina. Then what does he do? Goes up there and votes, or not just votes, makes a deal with the devil, essentially, for millions of illegals to be amnestied, okay? And I was talking to somebody the other day. I said, this is actually a long trend for him because first he voted for the infrastructure bill, Yeah. which, you know, I, I could... I could put off as saying, okay, well, North Carolina is going to get a ton of money in that, and it's a purple state bill, you know, uh, okay, not happy about it, but that's could something stomach we, it. That's something, yeah, we could swallow that could stomach one. That's it, a pill we can swallow. Not happy still, but yeah. could stomach it. Then he goes and makes the gun, the bill, yeah. the gun bill, yeah. right? Which, okay, could have been much worse, still very mad about it. But this. Yeah, yeah, this is it. This is the third strike. This Three strikes you're out. Three strikes you're out. Is the third and by far largest strike. Yeah, it's bad. Because it's not, you know, and I was saying, someone was like, well, would you ever support any immigration bill ever? You know me, I, I'm, I'm the hardest of hardline on immigration. And I said, but I said, you know what? I actually could come up with a deal that said, okay, the DACA pieces of can stay. They can mm. never be citizens, but they can get green cards. Permanent green cards. Okay. Status. Yeah. But not, and that does not extend to their to their families. Of course, just them, just the eight hundred thousand. Just them. well, it's really more like two million. But oh, for, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's two million. Sorry. Yeah, two million. But it's grown. In return, we actually get some wins, which would include wall funding for a wall. Okay, funding to deport these people. Yeah. Not to release them into the yeah. United States and change the asylum laws. Yeah. Okay. No one – you can't have everyone claiming also, asylum. you separate the families at the border. Well, yeah. When you commit yeah. a crime, families are separated, and this is what happens. And also it helps curb uh, – you know, because some of these human traffickers, this is my kid. Yeah. It's bull****, among other things. But that's what ha- – that should happen. The family should be separated. You can't have people claiming asylum Trump because they that. can't find a job in their whole country. Yeah. Okay? Asylum is not meant for that. No. Asylum is meant to mean you are in extreme danger, as such like you're politically persecuted. Yeah, like, you know, when, uh, like when, like, during the Iranian Revolution yeah. or Civil the Wars definition of or asylum. collapse, you know, failed states, like, you know, stuff like that. It's not because I don't like my country's economic climate, therefore I need asylum. So. The, the, yeah, the definition of asylum is ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, you know, so they talk about candidate quality. Yeah. Well, if this is what we're going to get out of a so-called quality candidate, I'd rather then just not vote. Don't f-ing sign yeah. me up for that. Yeah, exactly. Okay? Perhaps we actually need real conservatives who can get the job done yeah. and will hold to their I word. I agree. And I also when people talk about that, I'm like, you know, the examples that they use, there were primaries. Yeah. Their side didn't win. Yeah. It's kind of like 2016. Trump wasn't my first choice, but there mm-hmm. was a primary, a brutal primary. He came out on top, and we had uh, – uh, am I going to vote for Clinton? No. Right, right. Like, stop being idiots. Like, well, the latest people – there, there, there are primaries that people decided, and you have to work within those confines. And, the latest and- Herschel Walker one is the one that really gets me going. Yeah. Because if you look back at the primary, yeah. not only was there a n- no other viable candidate, okay? Yeah. McC- Mitch McConnell endorsed Herschel Walker in the primary. Oh, yeah. Okay? So the same people in the GOP establishment that are saying, oh, well, we need better candidates, well, they were on his team too. And yeah. yes, he was Trump-endorsed, okay? Yeah. And yes, the Trump-endorsed candidates in general got crushed, but that's not because they were all bad candidates, 
Okay. I could say that like, there are some people in this town who kind of didn't give him the needed resources and support for months and months on as, end. Because which, of the excuse of yeah, Canada Quality. Which and accrues if, interest right, to their detriment. Right. And if but, they had, we might have had a different yeah. result. Same thing with, you know, in Arizona. Okay, listen. But I understand there was some, you know, you, you, arguably you, you can make a case that there were some issues with Blake Masters. But when you look at that, the primary results, he blew away the rest of the field. Oh yeah, there were six. There's like what five or six other people. I understand the the AG might have been a great. I, I get it, but he only he barely got what like what twenty percent. Yeah, well. So you know, you what? know what? Listen, he he won. He won. Perhaps if the AG had taken a little more seriously the claims of voter issues and election issues in Arizona, yeah. it would have been a different result. I will agree. And guess what? We just saw a repeat of that. Yes, we did. We just saw a repeat of that. And there, there's a great quote, you know. By a very bad man. Great quote. Oh, not Hitler. <laughs> no, I'm not going to pull Kanye, Kanye in the house. Not going to pull Kanye. <laughs> but by Stalin, who arguably killed more people. He did. Uh, he did. Yeah. He did. But Stalin said, it's not about who votes. It's about who counts the votes. Yeah. And if you look at Arizona, who was the secretary of state? Oh, it just so happens it's the one who's now installing herself as governor. Yeah. And I'm not saying that there was a massive fraud on a scale, yeah. you know, whatever. But how I'm can just you saying, turn a blind eye to that conflict of interest? Right. Seriously. In any other situation, that person needs to not just be recused. Someone else needs to be put in, in yeah. charge of it. Don't they have a deputy secretary of state? They have to have deputies or somebody right. in that department. But also, there's no reason it should be taking weeks to count votes like this. I, I mean, know. they just finished counting in California. Like, are you f- I know, it's ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Well, with this Georgia runoff, there there, there were some, uh, you know, segments uh, where, there, you know, these reporters on the ground were like, it could be until Friday. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean. That was crazy. I mean, I, no way. You know, I was watching that and I went, Friday? Yeah, what? Friday. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what this are you is talking ridiculous. about? Yeah, this is ridiculous. And, you know, to, to their defense, in Georgia, they did count very quickly. They did. And they did a good job of it. It proves that you can do it in one night. So Which this whole, was thanks yeah. to... The election new election laws. integrity oh, agreed. law. Yeah. Agreed. Which was supposed to be the new Jim Crow, yet we yeah. just saw the highest turnout, like, ever. Yeah, but Warnock still said it was voter suppression was happening. Even though he won. Yeah, even though he won. I know. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. So the, the crowd that calls us election deniers is just making a about elections now. Yeah. Even though you won? Yeah, I know. Like, oh, so much for reinstilling faith in American elections. Yeah. And they just, you know, the, the people that are in charge of these elections... And I'm not talking about uh, necessarily Georgia, but there was an incident on Tuesday night where multiple different counties like double submitted their vote counts. Oh, the bad data. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hundreds of thousands of ballots uh, or votes yeah. were like erased because they had to reset. And I'm like, okay, well, you guys literally have one job, and that's to administer elections. Yeah. And, you know, to borrow the you had one job phrase, you had one job. And you can't even do that. Yeah. And you want people to trust elections when you can't administer the election successfully? Oh, yeah. It seems like every every at every turn, they're doing something that's undermining faith in the elections. Yeah. And then they expect yeah. us to just blindly give them faith. Okay. Yeah. And what are they, like, what, 12 and 0 regarding when there's a delay, it always benefits the Democrats? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? In asking for that blind faith, it's the Tom Tillis approach. <laughs> oh, he he's finished. He if he thinks that this is gonna back off anytime soon, this this is a forever war. Okay, I will never have anything nice ever to say about that rhino. Triggered is but, is relocated to North Carolina when the primary is up for re-election. Oh, oh, whatever he runs for uh. next. He yeah. will have a town, vociferous town, town hall Raleigh opening up temporarily <laughs> until the primary is over. Is it Raleigh? I thought it Raleigh. was Raleigh. Raleigh. Oh, you said Raleigh. Raleigh. Well, it's you know. I don't know. I don't. I've never yeah. been to North Carolina. Well, listen. actually, I think I've driven through North Carolina. Yeah, but Raleigh. Um. Raleigh. Shower curtain. But it's the Tillis approach. Oh, just trust us. We we've got boards. No, here. we're not gonna. Yeah. F- Trust the, the border's going to be closed. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not an amnesty, yeah. which is he's literally saying the opposite of everything that it is, right? And yeah. it's the same thing for the election stuff. Just trust us. Trust democracy. Yeah. It's going to be okay. It's fine. We count the votes. It's going to be great. Okay, well, that that's I mean, how that works. It's, it's just bad gaslighting. Yeah. So to hell with Tom Tillis and to hell with this rhino amnesty bill. And, uh, yeah, 
I think uh, everybody can tell that I'm pretty pissed off about this. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, well, why, why even bother to vote for these people anymore? That's the other problem. You know what I'm trying to say, like, I'm dead serious. In 2024, let's say th- it's, it's, it's an absolute show and it's some squishy Republican who gets the nomination. God forbid. I am, I'm, I'm not going to vote. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to vote. I mean, in this case, at this point with all the betrayal, like, I can't. I can't do it because I know what's going to happen. There's a couple things, okay? You have, right after we get shellacked, okay, we lose the election, even though someone said, well, we won the House. No, barely. Yeah, barely. Barely. barely yeah. Uh, we get shellacked, and then he's like, oh, yeah, let's just amnesty millions yeah, of Yeah, talk about, like, f- do you, not reading the TV. It's leaves. like we're still bleeding out on the floor. Yeah. And instead of helping us, he opens the wound even yeah. more. We barely okay. won the house. Let's do it. Oh, and also let's let's just pass another gun control bill while we're at it, right? Well, yeah. Why, I mean, why the f- not? He, if you're not going to read the tea leaves here, yeah. Like I said earlier, he's just put on a suicide vest for us yeah. all. You know, there's there's millions of GOP based voters in this country who literally are single. You know how everyone always talks about the single-issue abortion voters? Yeah. Well, there are certainly single-issue immigration voters. Oh, yes. And there's a lot of them, okay? Yeah. Um, and in my crusade against Tom Tillis on Twitter, a lot of them have responded to me. Yeah. And said, I live in North Carolina, voted for the man thrice, or yeah. twice, no, twice. Yeah. And there's no way I'd ever vote for him ever again. Yeah. And I don't really, I don't think he realized the damage he's, not, he's doing to himself. He's doing to the North Carolina GOP, the GOP as a whole nationally. He, he's clacking off a suicide vest yeah. in the room after we already got shellacked. And then beyond that, just the math of millions of illegals being voting in elections. Yeah. That's going to help us, right? Yep. And then someone was like, well, and I think you can guess which of the people we know <laughs> was like, oh, well, you know, I actually like DACA. Uh... And I said... Well, first off, that's retarded. Secondly, it's illegal. Secondly, the executive created it's law. Constitution. Yeah, not just illegal. Separation of Voting powers. Unconstitutional, right? Yeah. Which the court says that ruled Trump, unconstitutional. <laughs> Trump couldn't. Uh, and then they said, but you know what? Yeah. You could all stay. Yeah. Yeah. What does that say for yeah. the rule of law in this country? Created by executive order. Trump tried to revoke it, but the court said. You can't revoke a president cannot revoke another president's executive order. I mean that's not exactly what they said, but it's, 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 it's essentially what yes. they said. But it's the same principle that goes back to when the Pennsylvania Supreme Court said, Oh yeah, there was a ton of unconstitutional done in this election. Oh, with the voting. Yeah, the state legislature had to sign off on all the unilateral changes that uh, what, what's a yeah, and they said, on. but we're not going to do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, can't do it anything. Yeah. It's the same principle. Yeah. And then now we're gonna reward that by making them citizens? Yeah. Not even just legal permanent residents. Citizens. Citizens. Okay? Citizenship in this country used to mean something. Not anymore. So, that's all I have and to say And you also forgot, that. you know, we have uh, we have to pass a CR to keep the government open. Uh, yeah, I don't give a fuck uh, Yeah, but... I'd rather the government shut down at this point. <laughs> and the debt ceiling. Well, I was going to say, just, like... Let's just tank what, the whole thing. What are they going to tack on to that? That's horrible. Oh, on I'm top of this. I'm sure they're going to put something right? in there. You know they're going to bend over. I'm sure they're going to put something in there. Um, Great. But... We will have more to say about this. We will have our own Stephen Cruiser on here next Tuesday Wow! from the border state of Arizona. And he's going to tell us just how bad the border is and why this deal by rhino trader Tom Tillis could destroy things in this country forever. There's going to be a recurring theme of this podcast going forward forever, and it's Tom Tillis. And it's going to be forever and ever. I bl- uh, side, but I think tonight's Thursday night football game is what the Raiders and the Colts. You uh-huh. know who thought that would be a good matchup? Tom, Tom Tillis. Tillis. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna blame everything on Tom Tillis from now on. You know, the it's- office is sick because of Tom Tillis. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. It was actually Tom Tillis who started COVID. Yes. Um. So, <laughs> all right. We uh we hope you have. Oh, and and just to take a second to uh you know a lot of people don't remember Pearl Harbor anymore. Yeah. And I, Especially I posted, Tom Tillis. <laughs> <laughs> I posted about this yesterday, um, and everyone's like, "Why would you want to remember this?" It was like eighty-one years ago. I'm like, "Yeah, that's the whole point of the post." Well, so yeah, take reason, a moment yeah, to remember yeah. what the Japs did to our country. Yeah, <laughs> that's I mean, all yeah. I have to say. I know you. Yeah, I mean, come <laughs> yeah. on now. I mean, really, I mean, you know, Pearl Harbor was 
a travesty. Yeah. Right? Dragged us into World War Two. Yeah. So many also, ma- great th- men served this country. They did. And I think people, we were just lucky that our carriers were out on exercises on the day of the attack. Because if they had, they would have definitely destroyed the carriers. Yeah. And the whole West Coast would have been open to invasion. The entire Pacific Fleet got blown out of the sky. So Well, what we're also lucky is that that kind of war and threat to humanity yeah. has not yet happened with our generation. Because oh our God. generation will fold like a cheap deck of cards, yeah. much like Tom Tillis. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, seriously, this generation is so soft, yeah, is. we can't handle something like it that. Is. I mean, those guys were tough. Oh, that was very tough. There was a call to service. we got to save the country. we got to save the world. They ran into machine gun nests full of Japs. Yeah. And, and you know, Jap- our, yeah. our, our generations... Bonsai like, charges coming down with grenades strapped to them. Oh, yeah. Di- you know, uh, uh, they, they would take grenades and, you know, dive under the tanks. The kamikazes yeah, diving the kamikazes, into the ships. Absolutely abject brutality. And they had the... I mean, you really had to have just just pure courage. Our generation is like, oh, you used the wrong pronoun. You're kidding me? We, yeah. would, we, our, our, we would get back on the ships. Yeah, yeah. Well, they wouldn't get on the ships to begin with. Yeah. But, but you, know, you know what I mean, yeah. though. Oh, or, do we have to bomb them? Yeah. What's the what's the intersectional? Maybe they're oppressed with these beleaguered people. We shouldn't bomb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would be some sort of a- academic exercise. Well, you know, they, they they would use the same logic that everyone uses today. Use about, the proper pronouns. About uh, the Chinese, uh, right? Or or even a better, uh, yeah. there is some good Chinese people, right? But the the Iranians, yeah. right? Yeah, sorry. They all chant death to America. Yeah, but then. Americans here at home are like, oh, well, they don't all hate us. I'm like, well, well it's 97%. Uh, allow, okay? me, allow me to yeah. show you some video of the streets of Tehran where yeah. it sounds like in unison they want us to yeah. all die. Which is lessening now, but for a long time, you know, it was, it, yeah. it, they would find reasons is oh, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, they, would, <laughs> so. they would find it. All right. As usual, it's time for the shameless plug. So if you enjoy Triggered, and actually I have a special, special promo code going right now. Tom Due to my hate, <laughs> no, but it should be that. Due to my hate of Tom Tillis and his Rhino Amnesty deal, we have a special fifty percent deal going right now. Townhallvip.com will have fifty percent off. Use promo code No Amnesty. Ooh, No Amnesty, fifty percent off. Become a VIP member. Get into this exclusive club of patriots. Fund us taking the fight to these pro amnesty Rhino up on capitol hill and you already know the list of stuff you're gonna get so i'm not gonna run through it again because my voice is running out a little bit hopefully i'm not getting sick townhallvip.com promo code no amnesty 50 percent off thank you to all of you who directly support us as vip members we love you we do this for you it means the world to us so if you'd like to reach out i know we didn't get to read our emails today i got a long list coming here we will do it perhaps on tuesday if not I promise next Thursday. We'll actually do it with Cruiser because he loves talking to the VIPs. So, <laughs> so email us, triggered at townhall.com, and we will be back here on Tuesday with Mr. Steven Cruiser, live from a border state on Triggered. See you then. <laughs>